Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, everyone. It is Monday, and this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. How are you, Eva? I'm well. How are you, Charles? I'm okay. You know, I'm a little charged. Um, just for everyone, we're back from a road trip, which kind of charged us up a little bit. Yes, it did. But we're now back in our secure bunker in Cincinnati on a Monday where everything is closed, right? Um, you know, when we open... And we do have a fantastic guest coming on yes, later. Yes, we do. We and do. I'm really pumped. And that's what happens, right? I I can't wait to speak to the guest. And then everything um, funnels in. Everything is connected. We always say that, right? Yes, it is. So uh, we're going to speak to um, a self-esteem and branding expert in a few minutes. Um, and on that I wanted to share some thoughts that I have at this exact moment. You know, when we open, we say proudly and confidently, are you concerned about your job, concerned about losing it, concerned about not being able to do anything about it, right? Yes. Um, and we, I say the word confidently because you should be if you really care about what you do and who you do that for. You should be, but so many times fear gets in the way. Right. So many things that can get in the way of feeling confident. And we always see, you know, we see all these people everywhere, you know, they're posting on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and they're all over Vine and Instagram and la la la. And everybody's posting as though everyone has a great life. And we know that there are issues out there, but yet it can be intimidating. And so building up your self-esteem is big. So, Right. It's on us to bring it, right? Um, you know, I, I want to make a point here in a minute, um, but I just want to spar a little bit more. Uh, you know, we can't, on one hand, like Eva just mentioned, be cool and in the game. And on the other hand, be afraid to stick your head up like the guy in Saving Private Ryan because of that fear that you're going to get the bullet. Mm -hmm. It doesn't equate. Um, we need everyone to be willing to stand up. Um, so, you know, perfect example in the news today is our wonderful company, Citigroup, who we love. They, yeah, this was unbelievable. Um, and, and I have a history with them. I, they've treated me like gold, but... Um, I just don't get it. I don't get it anymore why we can't do a better job at the top of the house with the leadership, why there's always fines and wrongdoings. I mean, I understand it's not that easy, but we can't smirk and laugh about it at the water cooler. If we care, we want to help. We want to have leadership's back, right? So... This is something we need to do, um, and we have that power. We do have that power, and we think that we don't have that power, but the reality is we do have that power. We each have the power to change the way we think of things, and then we can then change the way others think of them. Right, oh, and right? so on and so and on. And so right? on and so on, right? I mean, it's absolutely true. And so, again, we're seeing more of these issues with corporations, you know, paying fines. Now, what is that? I don't know. I mean, is it that we've raised the bar so high in terms of what we're expecting from our companies in terms of earnings? I don't know. But it's got to stop somewhere. Everyone is whining about corporations not paying enough tax and that that's a problem or that they can't pay their workers, you know, a decent wage at the lowest level, yet 
fines in the billions. It doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, right. And, and, you know, I guess because of our guest and I'm really charged about it, um, and we'll talk about this in a second, you know, I want to own my power and say to Citigroup that the coworkers and teammates at the bottom of the house have a say in what goes on at the top of the house. Mm-hmm. And we want to do that collaboratively, right? You want to let those above know you have their back. And if something is happening that is not right, we need to make it right, right? That's our job. So own your power. And if we need some help with shedding the fear and owning the power that we have, I would like to introduce <laughs> our very special guest today, S. Renee Smith. S. Renee, are you with us? I am. I am. <laughs> your um, power. I like that, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, well, first let me say thank you. And welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We are excited to speak with you. We're very excited. Yes. Um, the feeling is mutual. The feel, feeling is mutual, Charlie and Eva. Yeah, I mean, and you can see how much um, there seems to be something missing with our self-esteem. Like Eva mentioned, we can post on social media that I'm king of the mountain, but at my desk, I kind of keep my head in my under my under the radar, you know. So right, we want to want to balance that. But anyway, first, um, let me say it's great to have you. We've met in the past, and, uh, and I know you can bring it. Why don't you first share your contact information so that our guests can follow along? Our listeners Absolutely. can follow. Sorry. <laughs> Sure. My contact information is srenee.com. That's my website, srenee.com. And I have a page where I do training, and I have a training coming up, and that is There Is More Inside You with a U, not Y-O-U, but you. There's more inside you.com. Um, and should anyone need to reach me after the call, it would be 888 4-2-3, and of course, my email is my name again, like my website, srenee at srenee.com. So, um, the link to your training opportunity is can we get that from your website? You know what? It is if they register for free trainings on my website, they will get the information to there's more inside you. So yes, it is. They just have to register. Um, but if they go to, if they want to get, go directly and register, um, and get the information and it's free so that your listeners know that it's a free teleseminar, 90 minutes. We're going to be talking about what you're talking about, how to stand in your power. Um, Many people battle with self-doubt and fear, what you're talking about, sitting at the desk. Um, Eva was talking about um, being on social media and being able to tell how wonderful we are, but yet shrinking under the powers that be that really want our intellectual property and innovative ideas. So we're going to be talking about that. It's called Love yourself, launch your life. Hmm. And, nice. and it's going, yeah, and it's going to be uh, September the first. And I have two two telecalls, one at two p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the second one is going to be at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of great information. Wow, um, you guys are on the you guys are in alignment for sure. No, I absolutely love that message because love yourself, launch yourself. It has to start with loving yourself, and then from there you can launch. Um, and so I love that message, Esther Renee. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure our listeners will be more than grateful to dial into that teleseminar. <laughs> oh, um, wonderful, wonderful. You know what is unique about your message is it's kind of a two-in-one thing, and it's rare. Uh, and I, I, I want to explain what I mean in a second. But you self-esteem and branding mm-hmm. really are related. I get it now. 
right? Because you want to be proud of something, and then you want your brand to make sure that comes out, mm-hmm. right? And what I like about what you do, Esternay, is you combine the two. And, you know, for example, there are a lot of branding experts out there that are really good at branding, but they may brand you based on their branding, not your branding. You know what I mean? No, they won't try to bring out your self-esteem and incorporate it into the brand. So it's kind of like a coach and a branding. It's right? great. It's very yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very, very, very valuable because, you know, everyone is a customer at this point, right? Everyone can, can be proud of what they do and then take that self-esteem that they get through your coaching and apply it to your brand. Unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely. You, and you hit on something very powerfully, Charlie, when you talked about um, branding experts, we help you to communicate your message. The challenge most often with people is that they put themselves out in the marketplace and they put a lot of money into the branding process. But when they get there, they can't stand in their power or they can't create the results that their brand has communicated. And oftentimes it is because of the self-esteem you haven't done the work yet. And so um, based on what what you're sharing, it is absolutely true um, you can take almost anyone, branding experts, me included, you can take anyone and begin to create buzz about them. Um, however, once the buzz is created, then the credibility piece has to come into play because that is a part of the brand process. Credibility comes when they interact with the brand. When they, once they interact with the brand and there is a clear understanding that the brand is not credible, that's when you fall into trouble, and that's when you sink deeper into low, lower self-esteem because you come into the awareness that you weren't ready for that which was created for you. Yeah. And that's a great... Or it's not me. It's not my authentic self coming out in the brand. So, S. Renee, do you find that a lot when you start working with people that... Um, when you go to start branding them that you, you start to feel that mm, we have to do some work on your self-esteem first before we can actually deliver the brand. Every time. Every <laughs> yeah. Time. <laughs> and that's not really anything negative. No. That's, that's almost a given. Well, I think being an entrepreneur is probably the hardest thing that anyone can do. Um, anytime that you have to step in your own power. So let's say being an entrepreneur, and that can be, being a lawyer, a coach, or even a stand-up comic. Yeah. I mean, all of that, you're on your own, and you need to also own your power. And you think that you're good to go, and all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, there's still more work to do, which is always annoying, but, you know, it's there. Um, how did you – we have about a minute before we go to break, so I'm, I just want to touch on this really briefly before we go, but um, – what I want to know is how did you decide to start pulling together self-esteem and branding? Which came first, the branding or the self-esteem part? And I know that this is kind of a long, this is probably going to be a fairly long answer. So I'm going to go ahead and say we should take our first break right now. Um, okay. I want to just shout out a couple of websites first. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, srenee, S-R-E-N-E-E dot com. Start there, guys. This is a coach and a teammate in your corner, srenee.com. Then we have a, a teleseminar opportunity. Um, there is more inside you, the letter U. Um, and, of course, one other thing, if we want to reach out directly, we can reach out at 888-588-0423. Um, this is Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and our very special guest that we're just starting to talk with is Esther Nay Smith, we will be right back. (laughs) 
now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is S. Renee Smith. S. Renee is a self-esteem and branding expert. She is also an author, a coach, and an image consultant. And before the break, S. Renee, I had asked a question and realized as I was asking the question, it was that your answer would probably be way longer than the time we had. So my question was, how did you start pulling together self-esteem and branding? And which almost came first? Was it the self-esteem piece that you were working with people on, or was it the branding piece that you were working with people on? It was the self-esteem. Uh, I launched the book, There Is More Inside, which is about courage, confidence, and personal accountability in 2005. That's when I launched my speaking business. In 2011, The Bridge to Your Brand, Like a Building Marketability, Credibility was written and launched. And then uh, Self-Esteem for Dummies, um, it's a co-write. Um, I write chapters, or I wrote chapters 11 through 22, I want to say. And, um, and what my part is about is more of a self-awareness. Once you've dealt with the past, which is what I deal with in my first book, you know, how uh, the media, how imagery, how parents, coaches, whomever has impacted your self-esteem. I go into self-awareness in Chapter 11, and I also go into how when you're working with someone difficult, how that can impact your self-esteem. So even though we look at self-esteem and confidence and we think to ourselves, well, I have it, I feel good about it, I don't know about you, Charlie and Eva, but for me, I had an interesting journey where I was in corporate America And I had a very successful career as a model and television talk show host. I was, you know, worked with some of the biggest names in the business, so you couldn't tell me anything. I had my (laughs) confidence in place. But when I went to corporate America, interesting enough, I ended up being bullied on my job. And I never would have thought if someone said to me that at age 13 I had started working on my confidence, and I picked up my first book by Zig Ziglar called See You at the Top and had gone from being teased and bullied on in, at school to being queen of the school, voted most popular, best personality, friendliest, that I would go from that stage to entering into the workplace and someone uh, taunting me, humiliating me in front of my staff, um, telling me I was a prima donna and me being diagnosed as being depressed, I would have said that will not happen. Absolutely not. I believe in myself. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I've been able to create some dynamic things in my life. And so for me, it's not just to, I, I think, I think it was Eva, you were talking about, um, you know, you asked the question, about, you know, where do you start? And oftentimes we have been impacted by the environments in which we work or the environments in which we live, and we don't even know it because we keep going and we keep creating. And because we can create something, even though it's not always what we want, we think we have it all together. But when you sit down with a coach and it's time to catapult yourself onto another level, onto another platform, that's when you hear, is that okay? Is that what you were looking for us, Renee? How does that sound to you? And when you hear those moments of doubt, and it doesn't matter, I've coached people from, who are graduates from MIT who have asked me, was, was, was that what you were looking for, us, Renee? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, this is your journey. This is your journey. So, um, we, we all, I know that kind of went off in, into directions in terms of what you asked, Eva, but I, I, I hope that people are able to capture that we all deal with it. It, it. You know, it's a private experience, but yet it shows up as our life, and so we have to be mindful of that. No, I love what you said because I absolutely agree that we all deal with it. And I think that that's the biggest misconception is that people think that they're, it's only them. It's only me that's having an issue. It's only me that 
is worried about what other people think. And I really liked what you said about, you know, you were super successful. Everything was going great. You thought your self-esteem was in place, but just how tricky bullying can be, right? It's sneaky. Mm -hmm. It's sneaky. And you don't realize that your self-esteem is taking a hit when all of a sudden it's like, I can't get out of bed or nothing feels happy to me anymore. And what is that? I didn't feel that before. So I love that you brought that up and you shared that because that's huge for people to know that it can happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone and to be really aware and cognizant of it and to make sure that you always have people in your corner that help with your self-esteem and not bring down your self-esteem. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will share this with you. I think it's absolutely an amazing testimony. There was a, uh, the person who bullied me, she sent me an email 11 years later apologizing and sharing with me that was really her issue the whole time and Mm -hmm. it wasn't me. And there are many people out there that may feel like it's them and they are questioning themselves and they're wondering what's wrong with me and why is this happening and, and, and I'm not good enough and, and, and they have all that noise going on mm-hmm. and they, or they've experienced it and they never got to receive the apology. Well, I'm here to share with you that I did get the apology and I believe that if the person who was mistreating you was man or woman enough and had the confidence and courage to apologize to you, they do the same. Um, so, you know, it, it's easy to say shake it off because it took me several years to overcome. Yeah. But I, but I will say that um, oftentimes it's, it's other people's stuff that we take on and then we possess and, and, and we own it as our own and it's really not ours. Well, and I would say that every time you're bullied, it is absolutely the other person's stuff because that's not a happy, confident person if they have to bully to get what they want or if they have to make other people feel bad in order for themselves to feel bad. But I do think it's amazing that 11, 11 years later, it's unbelievable. You actually got an apology, which means she turned around and did the work on herself and realized, oh, boy, I've been a real jerk. It was almost like when people go to AA and they have to make amends with the people that they've hurt in their lives. It's kind of the same thing. It was almost like it was an addiction and being addicted to being a bully, it sounds like. Well, once you're coached and once you get it, mm. um, and I say that, right, because – uh, my own experience, and I get to cheat, right, because you are a very wonderful coach, too. Well, thank you, Charles. And you've watered <laughs> me down so much in the past that it actually is something I enjoy doing now. I enjoy saying, wait, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a jerk, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I say it proudly, and I, and I, you know, this message that we're hearing today from Esrene, it's really all about self-esteem. Um, you know, if you have self-esteem, you're not going to be bullied as much as if you don't. And, you know, we define bullying. I mean, bullying can just be an aggressive supervisor or a coworker that might take more than half of the cubicle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. self-esteem means you're proud and it's coming out in your brand and it's going to catch on with others, you know, I think. And then everybody buys in and then you become the go-to person. I would, I bet um, if you were to ask your um, clients in the past, how often after they've gone through some of your sessions, do people say to them, what do you think that may not have ever said that before to them? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe when, that self-esteem comes out in a brand, you become a leader through your behavior. And I think that changes everything, right? So, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two things I want to, three things I want to share. One, I want to, I was able to find the email and I'll read just a portion. It said, I ordered your book and read it. You treated me gently in your book and I'm grateful. 
No doubt I was dealing with issues that had nothing to do with you. My experience forced me to reevaluate my life and to trust in God for an uncertain future. What I have now is peace. May God continue to bless you and your family. That is what she, that's a portion of what she wrote to me um, in 2012. Um, so, but the other piece I want to share is earlier, Eva was talking about entrepreneurs and how difficult it is, whether you're an entrepreneur or a lawyer or you're a coach or you're, you're an author, speaker. But also, because I work with um, companies that, and specifically with employee development, what I share with them is that they are entrepreneurs as well because they're coming to the table with their own innovative ideas their intellectual property, and their value proposition. And if they don't position themselves in the workplace, they will be overlooked and they will go unnoticed. And so a part of that requires the self-esteem piece to be able to respectfully, without boasting, be able to position yourself. A lot of people will look at other people in the workplace, and both of you are, um, you know, workplace experts. And so as you think about what people say, oh, that person, they did, they, they, they played politics to get to the top or, or they did, well, no, what they did, they strategically branded themselves as an expert in a particular area. And what I share with people in terms of politics, politics is a good thing because politics actually helps you to become a better person. Because what does politics require of us? To be wiser in how we communicate. It requires us to be more strategic in understanding people and who they are and how they function and what's important to them. It requires us to sit down, step back, and look at cultures, understand how they operate, and how to best get into the flow of the culture. It requires us to look at the culture and see what value we, we bring All of those are great stepping stones to our own growth and development. So politics, we've used politics as a negative, but I think if you look at it from a different angle, you're going to see how powerful it can be in your life. You know, we love this, right? We just get so excited when we hear our guests talk about this, and and you're no exception, Esther Renee, because we absolutely are on the same page when it comes to this message because so many people leave it up to the company to decide who they are instead of taking charge of their own career and, just like you said, branding yourself and stepping into that power because you're right. We all are entrepreneurs regardless of if we're working for ourselves or we're working for an organization. And I think that that's a great message. And we're about to take our second break. So let's talk a little bit about that more when we come back from the break. Stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is S. Renee Smith. We'll be right back. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. All right, welcome back. Segment three. We're speaking with a very special guest, S. Renee Smith. Her website is srene.com, S R E N E E.com. Go there. Um, there is a link to a webinar coming up, and it is called There Is More Inside You, and that is the letter U. Check it out. Um, so, S. Renee, before I go into where we left off, you mentioned about some of your books earlier, and they can be purchased through your website? They can. They absolutely can at srenee.com. You just mentioned that. And the teleseminar is actually called Love Yourself, Launch Your Life. And if they go to srenee.com, there is an opportunity for you to register for online training, which is free. You can go there, and there's moreinsideyou.com. There's moreinsideyou with the letters you, not Y-O-U, but you.com. That's where they can register directly for the website. 
to get started. And one of the first things I provide for for them when they register is a 30-minute free Own Your Power where I get them started because by the time they get to me on September the 1st, I want to have provided them with information that gets their, their mindset in a place of receiving that next portion of loving yourself and launching your life. So I encourage them, if they're available, to, to register. There's a lot of good information leading up to September the 1st. You know, we always say, um, you would join us and join the Workplace Improvement Revolution, and we sometimes, Esther and I, feel like we're alone, right? We need teammates. And um, we our self-esteem automatically goes up just meeting you and knowing that you're out there as well. Right? Yes, it absolutely does. And I think it's I think it's um, really cool. So a couple of things I, I wanted to say from the last segment. Um, I love the I love embracing politics because it is complicated, whether it's in work or in the media or in the news. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we write it off as left swipe, right swipe, but so much time and effort goes into that strategy of that person, right? We could learn from it. Um, anyway, S. Renee has lived it as well. And that's why I don't get a sense, you know, listening to you, I don't get a sense of um, top-down speaking. I don't get a sense that you're talking. Oftentimes I get confused with confidence. I'm not sure if it's confidence arrogance or ignorance. So I kind of like to leave it off the table. But what I hear from you is um, confidence, but it's eye-to-eye confidence. It's not top-down. And the reason is because you have shared your experiences as well. So, I mean, I think that's huge, right, that you know what it's like to be in the workplace. And for you guys to talk at the break about – the individuals in the workplace. I think this is the aha moment that we need to share because, um, yeah, of course, entrepreneurs are great. And, you know, this is the greatest time in the history to be an entrepreneur. But I also care about the workers. And you mentioned that you do corporate. So the individual contributors, even people managers, but really the individual contributors sitting in the cubicle, they need a brand too. They need self-esteem too. They need to be able to speak. The company wants to hear from them. And I think um, that the more corporate you do, SRNA, the more you get into the individual contributors, I mean, uh, the entire economy is going to change. That's. I think that is a, a very needed opportunity to continue. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense, and you're absolutely right, um, that when people go into the workplace and they understand their contribution, that in itself is a self-esteem booster. That in itself lets people know that they're valuable. Um, we all want to be, you know, I like the way Oprah says it, says and she says, everyone likes to know that I see you, I hear you, and you matter. Yeah. And, and and that's what's really important. And sometimes, though, when people don't get it, we have to know how to subtly, respectfully, but yet confidently say to people, see me, I'm valuable, and I matter. So sometimes people know they're savvy enough. And you, I like how you said that, Charlie. You said... You don't know if it's ignorance. You said uh, arrogance, confidence, or ignorance. <laughs> yeah. I like those three. Um, and you're right. You don't know why people are in the space. It could be that they're just overwhelmed by their own life um, and what they're going through. You just don't know why people ignore people and don't see them. Um, however, when they don't, it's up to you having your own power, knowing your purpose, knowing the message of your mission, and understanding standing and having to assess your own value, when you stand in that space, mm. you can say, 
you may not see me, but I know my value, and therefore I want to introduce myself so that you know who I am, you know the value that I bring, and you know that I can be significant to your agenda. And, and that's really important. Yes. When you see that in another person, it, you see it, it stands out in a second. It absolutely you stands know, out in a second. Um, yeah, right. You know, and I don't, uh, politics aside, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you see it like when, when, I saw the first press conference from the new attorney general, um, Lynch. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, nobody is going to rattle her. And not only is nobody going to rattle her, every one of her responses is going to be positive and right on point. I mean, I don't know. You must have coached her. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's such a skill and such a gift to have, but I guess this is all attainable. It is all attainable. And, but I know that there's people out there and I know that there's people listening and I know that there's people that we work with that don't feel it's attainable for them. They will say, well, that's for so and so. They're much more extroverted than I am. They're, they look better than I do. They just have it on the ball more than I do. Yeah. I would just rather hang out in the back because I know if I speak up, I'm going to be taken out. So how do you help that person that's struggling? That's struggling. They have a message, but yet they're scared. They're scared to to move into their power. I love that question. Love that question. So first, I want to start out by saying that that was me. That was me. And not only was it me at 13, it became me again at early 30s. And then it came to me again at in my early 40s. And I'm still in my 40s, everyone. <laughs> but. And I'm, and I, and I feel like every day I am assessing and I am accessing my power. So you never get there. There's not some place that you get to. It's an experience that you're creating with yourself every day. With that being said, how do you go about starting to assess or access that power that is within? It starts out with understanding what own means and what are you going to own. Because we say own our power, but what does that mean? Um, to your point and what you're saying, Eva, or what I'm hearing you say, is people are saying, but I don't know how. I hear what you're saying, but I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at the word own, it means that you possess, like my car, my house, my whatever. When you purchased that car, there were some very specific things you did. You probably did some research on the car, the type of car you wanted. You did some research on what was important to you, power windows, power steering. You know, you want your seat to move automatically. You want to talk to your car and it talk back. Whatever it is that was important to you, you actually did the proper research to ensure that what you were about to own was what you wanted. It's the same thing in your journey and assessing yourself and owning your power. You have to look within, whereas you would go to the Internet or you'd go to the, to the dealership for that car. When you're owning your own power, you go within because that's where it's at. That's where you locate it. That's where you assess it. That's where you see and find what's available to you. So that's the first um, piece. And you can start out, let me give you just a few questions. Start out with, okay, who am I? Who who am I? And that may be a basic question that you've heard over and over again. So let me give you another just high-level question that I ask once I go through some of the basics that you already heard. I ask people, if you were on a billboard going down a major highway and people could only see you for a split second, what is the five words that would be in a form of a sentence that you would convey to them about you. So for me, it's there is more inside mm. you, 
right? That's my message. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to know that there's more inside you. But you have to ask yourself, what would be that message on that billboard? They don't have long to see it. I mean, it's quick. But what is it that I want them to know about me? Because what you want other people to know about you is what you need to know about you. So that's the first step. The second, the, the second piece to that is, what are the skills, talents, and abilities, gifts that I have that I possess that allows me to express that what I am trying to communicate? Because people need to know that that what you are trying to communicate that you can create yourself. So, for you know, I always say, you know, I'm a coach. I can bring people out. I can, I can help people shift in their mindset. Why? Because they're going to discover more of who they really are. So, but you, I know um, you were talking about Eva and her ability to really get people to see um, that it's power in apologizing. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's power in apologizing. I like that. <laughs> but, uh, but so, so if that is her gifting, if that, if that is Eva's gifting, and she says, you know, I want people, that would be her, her, her billboard sign. There's power in apology. And somebody who is right now mad at their husband or wife going down the road and they see that, all of a sudden it humbles them. It brings them peace and allows them to get in a place of saying, you know what, I'm sorry. I just saw this sign that Eva put out there, <laughs> you know, that there's power, <laughs> I apologize. So, um, yeah, so I love it. Too, I right? love it too, yes. Um, I also want to suggest that some of us are just so locked in our smallness of our, let's say, work and there's nothing you can do, that we would have to have a conversation with you, S. Renee, about how to answer those questions because we don't may not have a clue, so it wouldn't, we may not even be ready for the questions yet. You're exactly right. I was working with a a gentleman last Friday, 62 years old, and I asked him, I said, well, why are you here? He said, here? Like here? I said, no, not on the call. Why are you here on the planet? Why, why, Why are you here? Why are you still here? And he couldn't answer the question. Yeah. So we kept digging and digging and digging. And eventually we found out he's still here because he wants to leave a legacy for his grandchildren. But yet he has yet to discover what that legacy is. Well, that's, you know, he's on the field now. So, right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's big. Listen, we can, let's pick this up right when we come back. We have to take our last break. Before I go, I just want to say srna.com. You guys, I mean, this is life changing. SRNA.com. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We will be right back. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is S. Renee Smith. She is a self-esteem branding expert author, speaker, all-around amazing person. And you can find out more about her at srenesmith.com. No, it's just srene.com. And you can nice, also... Nice, short, and sweet. srene.com. Yeah, right? And you can also email her at srene at srene.com, which is also easy. And I suggest that everyone sign up for the free teleseminar from her website, Love Yourself, Launch Your Life. Because I think so many times people are intimidated by, I don't even know where to start. And Esther, now you just did a great job of taking someone that's 62 years old and saying, where do you want to be and what do you want to do? And, and letting him start to start finding his purpose. You know, because so many times we just go through the day to day. We don't even lift our heads up. And all of a sudden we're 10 years down the road and we're thinking, what am I doing? And, and you find so many people, especially in corporate, that get into that mindset and don't really realize that they have a say in what they do and how they do it and how they present themselves um, because they get intimidated. And we just want everyone to know that you don't have to be intimidated. S. Renee will walk you through step by step. Yes. Right? I mean, it's just terrific. So um, when... When you're working with people, and I know you've worked with a lot of people, S. Renee, and 
so many times, I think that we find that what I was talking about originally in social media, you've got all these people on social media and everybody's trying to grab a piece of the spotlight. And, and even at work sometimes, the more aggressive ones are always grabbing the spotlight. What do you say to the people that are not that aggressive? How can they actually stand up and be heard? That is an excellent, you have some good questions. <laughs> so <laughs> That's because I'm high maintenance. <laughs> excellent question. So how to be heard when everyone else is screaming and they're more aggressive. Right. First of all, when you're, let's say you're at the table, um, I always um, believe in teaching people how to position themselves very strategically. So um, instead of the aggressor is typically going to be the first one to speak, right? And they're mm-hmm. going to put out all their ideas and what it's going to, what, what it should look like. You sit and you listen and you let other people, but then at, at, the, at, at, at that moment where you really feel it, you say, you know, Charlie, I think that was an excellent idea. I could really see how um, Ava has this great message about the power of apology. And, and, and Ava, I think it's excellent um, what you're doing in terms of your work of apology, the, the power of apology. But, Mr. Chairman, what I would like to recommend is that we combine the power of apology with the message there is more inside you. And here's why. As you look at Eva's message about the apology of apology, it, it, it speaks to one area. But see how I did that? So what you do, you always applaud everybody at the table. You slayed the table. <laughs> well, and, and what I love about it is that we are so on the same page. Because as you can tell, I tend to be the one that hangs back a little bit. And Charlie jumps in first, right? And what I have found in the past was you let everybody talk and do their thing. And you sit there, but... The key is to be engaged in the conversation. You're not shrinking back. You're not sitting back. You're sitting up. You're in it. You're, you look engaged. And then when everybody calms down, you go, okay. And you do this. And I didn't do it as well as you did, S. Renee, but you, she, you did this amazing thing where you said, well, you know, this is a great idea that Charlie has. And this she is like a great a idea. You like, Nicely, yeah. you know, patted everybody on the back and then said, took the nugget for each. Yeah, and took the nugget and made it into a, an amazing push for your own work. So right. self-esteem can do that. That's what I'm hearing, right? It's not, you know, you're the same person. You're not any smarter than you were before you came into that room. Um, you know, so you had the confidence to not worry about when your time was coming. Why don't I just listen for a few minutes and be engaged that way and then bring? Because, Esther the listening, and I love that you brought that up, because the listening can be as powerful as the speaking, I think. Oh, it absolutely is. Actually, the person who's listening is the person in power. That's why, as a coach, you're more powerful listening than you are talking, or as if you're sitting at the board table. And here's why. You're gathering data. Data is power. The reason why you, you move contracts through, the reason why you sign contracts is because you listen, you gather data, you ask questions. Most often, people are trying to prove how smart they are. What you want to do is let people prove how smart they are and share with you what they want, and then you give them back so that they own it. So this is what I hear. This is what I hear that would add value to what your agenda. This is what I hear you say you want to accomplish. If I'm wrong, will you correct me? Give me a little bit more feedback on that. So when you ask questions and you're gathering data, you are actually accumulating power. Um, Ooh, I like just why I, uh, I wanted to add one more thing though too is that then the way that you take that power and you used it, you created allies in the room. You created allies by by taking out the nuggets of what people were discussing and talking about what good points they made or what great ideas they had, and then pulling it all together and then interjecting your idea. You're creating allies in the room instead of alienating people. And I love that. I love that approach. Now, 
just want to take that one step further. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, at the beginning of the show, we talked about a company and, you know, and so on. So we make that point. Mm -hmm. And this has happened uh, to me many times in my career, um, S. Renee, in that um, three sentences uh, or two sentences in, I get, um, yeah, we could take that offline. Or, you know, let's move on for the sake of time. Because the aggressors don't want to leave any room for anyone else. So what I'm learning here is, should that happen, that's also okay. (laughs) Then, okay, well, you know, I I really need to share my input. So I'll send it out to everyone afterwards or something. It doesn't have to be, well, I I want my turn. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And I think that's the type of demeanor you will coach in us so that we're confident whether they want to hear it or not, I'll still be able to give it. Absolutely. And and here's another way of handling that. Absolutely do not shrink when you when you feel like people don't want to hear what you have to say. Another way of doing it is I know that we are pressed for time, but I believe if you give me about sixty seconds of your time, you're going to sit here value in what I have to say. So you don't necessarily have to completely shut down because the aggressors say shut down. What you yeah. do is you, you move up in your seat, right? You, you mm-hmm. move up, you lean in, and you say, I realize how pressed we are for time. But if I get, if you could give me 60 seconds, I can sum up what I have to say, and I believe that there's going to be tremendous value. And you go through real quickly. Instead of making it long, you go through really good. Charlie, great idea. Eva, great idea. This is how I believe we can wrap it all together and make a really nice package. And then you, and then you deliver. So, um, you know, because sometimes people will shut you down, especially if they're used to shutting you down. If you're, if they, if they, yeah. if they know, well, they normally don't have too much to say. You trying to change your brand or rebrand yourself can be challenging. So there's yeah. going to be those times where you're going to have to sit up Lean in and literally to have a level of control without anger. It's just. Uh, it's terrific. And, and we are out of time. Yeah, now. we're at zero. Um, and <laughs> oh, sorry, wow. but we were just getting so much. We just wanted to let it continue to the last possible second. We would love to have you back. Um, and so again, Esther Nay, before we go, please share your websites again so that everybody can sign up for the teleseminar and know where to get your books. Sure. Teleseminar is there is more inside you, the letter U.com. That is for the teleseminar, Love Yourself, Launch Your Life. It's going to be September the 1st. It's a Tuesday at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And then my website is srene.com, and you can get all the information there, lots of videos. I have over 100 videos, nearly 100 videos on YouTube. So a lot of information out there, and I would love to help you move your life forward. Excellent, and we'll be sharing that um, over the course of the week as well. So thank you, S. Renee. It was a great show. You have so much great information. Thank you so much for sharing it with us and our listeners. Yep. Oh. Have a great week, everyone. This is Perfect. Right to the Charlie end. Great show, everyone. See you guys next week. Thanks to our producer, Dave Olson. Adios. Mm-hmm.